welcome to another Dadcast. On the show this week, we'll be speaking about tough trays, scary daughters, and Peppa Pig. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Hello, and here we are once again with Mr. Alex Perkins and myself in the house. How are you doing, Perky? Hello. I'm good. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm okay. I feel... Uh... Like I've uh, I've made a big step in uh, in fatherhood this week. I've kind of Have made you? a big step forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm feeling well, good. So I'm feeling good. What's happened? What's happened? Tell me. I want to know. Well, you know, it's like 50 years since the moon landing, and everyone who was <laughs> yeah. alive then knew where they were yeah. when the moon landing happened. Well, I will always remember the day that we woke up and said, "Let's go to Peppa Pig World." <laughs> I- do you know that's it? Oh, what? You, so hang on, have you been? We did. Were you going? No, we did. We oh, did. so we'd always thought that we would go, and then it was the other day. It was actually on Sunday night that we decided. We saw, we, we were talking about it, and we kind of said, um, "Well, hang on a minute." Tilly goes to preschool on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and then yeah. on this Friday, uh, gone. So last Friday, she did her like graduation thing. So she was going to be in school for all of those days, and so on Monday. It was like our last chance to take them both to Peppa Pig World before we have to go in the holidays. Yeah. It was, it was the only like weekday non-holiday that we could go. So we were like, oh my God, we've got to do this. It's like, you know, we're about to go into Nam, Like we're about to go over the top into the battle, <laughs> coming out of the trenches and go to Peppa Pig World. And so we did it. We did it on Monday. You did it. Now, this is interesting because we've been umming and ahhing about this for a couple of years. And because it's not that near us... We just haven't done it, you know, because we probably need to stay overnight. Well, there's um, a couple of hotels near, but there's like a, like a Premier Inn really near. So if you can get a room there for quite cheap, it's probably worthwhile. To be honest, I think this year is we might have even been past it. But I think Phoebe would probably just play the game because, you know, she'll be, well, she's seven, seven and a half. And I think she's probably a little bit old. But as I said, I think she can just go, oh, yeah, let's just have some fun. So I think this year is our last year to now, do it. I've got it sorted for you. A, yeah, you come and stay yeah. with me because we're just over an hour away. So you could oh, kind of technically you? do... It's oh. like an hour and a bit down the M3. Is that it? Yeah, it's not far. Oh. Just over an hour. So come and stay with us and then get up Cracker Dawn and go. That sounds great. Secondly, yeah. Peppa Pig World is only a little part of Polton's Park. I knew it was kind of part of Polton's Park because of like radio adverts and stuff. But I didn't realise how small... I mean, I think when they did it, it was just like a little kind of side thing. But the rest of the park has got like very mixed ages. There's some yeah. bits that Rachel and I were looking at going, cool, I'd be a bit scared going on that. Yeah, you sort of like lose your nerve, don't you? We went to Thorpe Park, having been to, to Alton Towers a few times and Soph and I doing everything. And then we went to Thorpe Park and there's something called, I think it's called the detonator, or it was. Right. You essentially get lifted up around this massive sort of pole and you, you're strapped in it with your back to it and you can't really see the person next to you. You go up and then you see the entire park and then it goes boop, 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 boop. And then there's a silence and you know what's going to happen. You're going to fall and drop. And it dropped and I just shouted. I was like, ah! And this is, you know, I was probably only early 30s and I was still the oldest one on it and the only one shouting or screaming. So, <laughs> so I think you do lose your nerve and I'll be lose, I'd have lost my nerve even more now. But, yeah. oh, wow. So it's really, it's in a nutshell, we've got to go, yeah? You've got to go. So we had, we were speaking to a friend of ours who actually went the week before we went and we were like, right, what is the lowdown? What do we need to know? And she gave us some brilliant tips. I'm going to give you those tips now. Yeah. So Peppa Pig World is just a little part of the park. And I mean, maybe when we went, because it's for preschoolers, maybe 
it, it was like the busiest part of the park by far because it was during school time. So we went there first and it was kind of rammed. You know, you're waiting like we waited for this one ride about 25 minutes, half an hour, which is a bit long, really, for kids. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You've got like Emily, like not yet two. And you're going, yeah, we just have to wait another, you know, another six <laughs> goes of the uh, <laughs> of the hot air balloon ride before we can go on it. But what our friend said was you know go and look at the Peppa Pig thing because that's great and that's fun and there's a couple of things to do in there but then if you're going to have lunch and you brought a picnic then there's there's like these gardens that you can go and sit in which are a lot quieter so that was brilliant because we went there yeah. and it was so much nicer also there's a splash park in Peppa Pig World but there's a better splash park in the other part of Poulton's Park ah okay so you'd go there instead and then you know, just go and see the Peppa Pig stuff, which is brilliant because it's all lovely and it's clean and it's all painted in those Peppa Pig colours and it's got all the music playing, which is a bit weird because there's a sound in the kind of... It wasn't the theme tune that was played, but it was some sort of like Peppa Pig incidental music. You'd (laughs) recognise it as Peppa Pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a sound in it that sounds just like the text alert on my phone. So for the first like 20 minutes, <laughs> kept on checking my phone. I'm sure I heard something. Oh, no, no. Because I'm waiting to hear about an acting job as well. And it's like, hey, oh, no, <laughs> yeah. it's just the music and the background. <laughs> but it's all you know, lovely and clean, all that kind of stuff. There's lots of other things. And there's lots of rides for very little kids in the rest of the park. And it kind of goes up. I mean, there's there's some pretty big looking roller coasters. <laughs> there's, there's ones that you kind of hang off of that you kind of, you know, we're looking at going, Oh, thank goodness the you know, thank goodness we've got two kids here that are both awake, so we don't have to go on. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, it gives you an excuse. Terrified. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do you know what? We came away afterwards going, Wow, that was that was actually a brilliant day. That was a oh, really that's good, day. good. I really thought it would be hell, you know. And there was there was probably too many at the beginning in the Peppa Pig World bit, there were too many OPKs, you know, other people's kids, which are just yes. <laughs> which yeah, you don't yeah. want. You know. No, no, that's not what you want when you're out with your own. No, you know, you can no. Have, you can have a smattering of them as long as they keep quiet, don't moan, <laughs> yeah. don't run around. Yeah. You know, mildly enjoy themselves. No, that's great though. So that's do it. really good. Book so in. come and stay with us. Go to Peppa Pig World, and then um, yeah, Bob's your uncle. Dadcast UK fully endorse Peppa Pig World. Yes, providing you go in not in the school holidays. <laughs> yeah. Your baby may be at risk if you follow any advice given by Perky or Man. It's the summer holidays. It's odd, isn't it? Because, you know, school holidays, uh, you know, Soph is, obviously, she's a teacher. Phoebe's at school and Georgia will be. So for the next so many years, it's all about the holidays. Essentially, I've not had an official summer holiday for years, as in, you know, it's time when I'm either working or looking for work or whatever. But there's still that idea that we've got six weeks ahead, even though I'm actually booked out for a few of them working. Yeah. But I still can't help but think, yeah, six weeks holidays. <laughs> it's like, it's just a, this excitement, although I'm not actually going to celebrate the whole, whole of it with them. But, you know, it's that funny thing, isn't it? That you, it almost stays with you. It does stay with you, doesn't it? That, yeah, of course, of course. And then that daunting feeling when it comes into sort of beginning of September where you're like, oh, no. I know, that sort of school. slightly sick feeling you get, you know, that oh, impending doom. I've got, I got to tell you quick, <laughs> quickly about this workshop I did at a school last week. And it was like a, an acting drama workshop. And then I did some filming with them as well, just to sort of mark the end of the, the, the fifth year and where that class is. The last part of it was filming and I, and I prepped them with three questions. My favourite place, dot, dot, dot. What makes me happy and what makes me strong? And I said, in groups, just decide how you're going to answer that. You can answer it by yourself, in pairs, in threes, 
but all I want is a sort of a word or two. So what makes me happy being with my friends or going on holiday? Yeah. Anyway, I gave them a few minutes and they said, right, who's got what makes me strong? And there were two guys that put their hand up. I said, okay, is that, is that it? Okay, all right, fine. Just, just two people, that's fine. So I got them up and I said, right, so you're going to stand that far away from the microphone and I'm going to ask you the question and then you just answer it because I'm thinking of editing time as well. Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't want lots and lots of talking something. So I ask the question, you answer it. So I said, what makes me strong? And the guy goes, what makes me strong is... I said, no, 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 just... just <laughs> you, I ask it and I was looking at everyone thinking, I need everyone to know this, then we can get through the entire class quite quickly. So what makes me strong? And then you say it. Go. What makes me strong? <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it. In my mind and in my body is anger. <laughs> what? <laughs> just, there's this qu- it just goes quiet. <laughs> when, I was list- when I was editing back, I was like, it's just like my brain whirling. All the kids are looking at me and I'm like, uh, 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 okay. We'll go oh, with that. Right, right. Okay, I just, um, right, well, fine. I'm just, I, I, uh, and I sort of go a bit, a bit sort of Hugh Grant, you know, not knowing what to say. Well, yeah, uh, okay. Just, I just wasn't expecting that. Okay, right. Have you got Have you got one? Boy next to him. Yeah. Okay, great. So ju- remember, just the answer. Okay. What makes you strong? Anger. <laughs> so I'm looking over and the two teachers are kind of trying not to laugh. All the kids are looking at me. I'm trying not to think, this is a little bit weird. <laughs> thinking, Also thinking, oh no, if this is what I've got from these two, what am I going to get from everyone? And I just went, um, so I thought I'd cut my losses. I went, great, okay, move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. What makes me happy? <laughs> and everyone Anger. else everyone else was really fine. But it was just one of those moments thinking How they must have missed it. Ah, it was uh, 10. Oh, my like goodness. 10, 11. Yeah. Where did they get that from? Nine, ten. I don't know, but maybe they misinterpreted the question. But it's just that funny thing when you know when you obviously you interview kids and it doesn't matter sort of what ages. The idea was we were trying to capture how they feel at a certain moment, you know, um, and it worked well. The the, the the finished video is very good actually, and they come across well. But <laughs> that's incredible. The fact, and the fact that they both looked at me really miserable as well. And I was thinking, thank God we're not filming this. Thank God this is just voiceover. <laughs> That reminds me of when I was teaching kids a few years back. I was teaching them at uh, at Mountview, actually. I did a, oh, yeah. a, a, like a Saturday class. And I can't think how old the kids would have been then. Probably maybe about the same kind of age, like 10, 11, something like that. Or maybe even like 8, 9, 10 sort of thing. And it was when Jerry Springer was quite big. And you oh, forget right, how yeah. kind of full-on kids go. So what we decided to do, I brought the camcorder in. And I thought, we'll do a Jerry Springer show. So... <laughs> I thought what we'll do is we'll, we'll 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 get some issues and we'll discuss these issues and then you can be in the crowd and the crowd can all be kind of like you know jeering up and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so I um, I started filming and they they started doing their their impro and it was all really great. And I was looking through the viewfinder so I could just see the main people on the stage and you could hear the other kids kind of be in the crowd being all a bit rowdy or whatever. And I mean, it's just this moment will just stick with me of looking at these kids and then suddenly just seeing a chair fly across. <laughs> whoa, whoa. And they look at you like like you're an idiot. Like, hang on, I've watched this show. I know what happens. Yeah. This is what happens. Like, who are you having a go at? You know what I mean? They don't realise that they've done something wrong. They're just like, yeah, that was, that was perfect, wasn't it? You know, just this chair flying. And actually, one of the legs kind of like embedded itself in the wall as well. Lumpty dumpty tum. Just wipe that down and move on. Yeah, kids, oh, when they, kids when they play. Speaking of kids playing, actually, 
That was seamless. That was pretty pretty seamless. Yeah, very good, very um, good, yeah. Have you ever heard of the tough tray? No. A tough tray. It's this no. this thing um, to play with kids, and particularly now it's the summer holidays. It's a fantastic thing because it's something you can play with outside. And I, I was a bit cynical about it. Rachel was telling me about it, and it was like, okay, if, if we want, we can get one. It costs about, I think, with the stand that comes with it, it's about you can get it for about 40 quid on, on Amazon okay. or somewhere. But it's it's a like a cement mixing tray. So it's probably about uh, a metre or just over a metre in uh, in diameter and it's uh, like a hexagonal kind of just a real kind of like tough plastic tray and it's yeah. got this stand that goes underneath it and it can adjust it so you can either make it a bit lower down for certain kids or a bit higher or you can actually mm-hmm. have it on a slope as well you can sort of do it on a on a slope if you want to play that and there's so many ideas online of things that you can do with this tough tray people go crazy for it people sort of come up with so many kind of like ridiculous ideas so for example we put water in it uh the other day and just put some cups in it and some little things and the kids were just picking up and pouring it cup to cup and just great uh, especially for the younger kids and then you can like today we're just we just gone outside and emily wanted to dig in the garden in the mud and i was like well okay what i'll do is i put some sand on the tough tray instead so she Mm -hmm. can kind of make shapes in it so she's got a sand pit but this way she could kind of you know and we also used like a chalk pen and drew a track so all their cars they could play with on oh, this great. thing, we could drive them around and, and stuff. And, yeah. um, and then other things, for example, like I've seen, I've seen pictures where people have put loads of leaves all over it and then hidden toy dinosaurs in there so that you can kind of play. Or, um, oh, great. Or, or Rachel froze um, in, into muffin trays. She had little toys and yeah. she froze big blocks of these animals <laughs> and then gave Emily some goggles and a hammer. <laughs> and so, I mean, obviously you could do it just on the floor, but it's just yeah. nice. To so Emily yesterday was like banging these animals, doing a bit of excavation and stuff. Oh, that's fantastic. But it's just great, especially in the summer when you're thinking of like ways to get the kids outside, but to kind of keep them entertained. It's just stick this that's tray That's really good. Something else. You know, a lot of parents put shaving foam all over it. And then they can just kind of, there's yeah. a lot of sensory play with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say. And Tough also loads tray. of, yeah, loads of like colour sorting or yeah. putting different coloured rice on and they can kind of mix it and play with it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. But um, if, yeah, if, if anyone listening is looking for something to do in the summer with their kids, there's just so many ideas of what you can do online with like a tough tray. It's just good rather than stuff that you think, oh, I don't want to do that because it's going to get everywhere. You know, when you get Play-Doh out, yeah. it gets everywhere. Yes. It feels like you can do that in the garden and then all the mess that falls off (laughs) can just stay in the garden. (laughs) Hello. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Perky and Man Dadcast. So recently, Georgia has started, if it's sort of a bit naughty, for a start, everything's by accident. (laughs) So, you know, this morning, actually, she said, oh, Daddy, I accidentally punched Phoebe. (laughs) I said, no, you didn't accidentally. She did. I did. I accidentally punched her in the arm. I said, no, George, you can't accidentally do that. You did that on purpose. No, no, I didn't. I accidentally, I said, yeah, yeah, right, okay. And she's been saying this a lot. This is her big thing. As well as if she does something and she shouldn't have done it, she'll come back with, well, what do you expect? I'm just a kid. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, the thing is, obviously, when she said it a few times and we're laughing, because it's funny. Just, you know, you don't expect it. Well, what do you expect? I mean, and she, but she says it quite seriously, as in, like, no, seriously, what do you expect? So we are at the supermarket, and she didn't want to be there, and she'd said to Soph, well, you know, this is boring. What do you expect? I'm a kid. You know, this is boring. Wow. As, what, you know, why would you want to be at a shop kind of thing? And it, which is true. 
Which wow. is absolutely true. Do you think but she so that, understands it? Where does she get that from? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know where it's come from. Wow. But it just it's just it's just really funny because obviously she uses it completely in the right context at the same time as sometimes sort of you know you know sort of getting get out of jail free you know yeah, what do you expect give, from a kid You'd like well yeah, the blame to you. yeah, it's yeah your exa- exactly like, yeah you decided it is decided to bring me in the world so yeah exactly over to you now well what do you expect or why should i be, yeah why should i be enjoying myself or why should i not be this or why should i be that yeah it's great though it's funny oh uh, that's that seems like a, a some internet memes of just her doing naughty things and then just with a caption. What do you expect? I'm a what do you expect? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So with that and it was by accident, she's got a way out. Oh, wow. <laughs> Tilly has started instantly, before you've even finished sort of saying what has happened, she'll say, I think Emily did it. And it's never like, <laughs> it's never Emily did it. It's always, I think Emily did it. So it's like, oh, no, who, I think Emily did it. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Emily's been in the room with us, so how can you blame Emily? But it's become that stock answer. Yes, it's funny, isn't it? The same thing, like knowing that I can get away with it. uh... It is those milestones where they suddenly realise that that they can start to to reason or they can start to communicate in a a different way. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, that that moment, I'm, I'm, I'm sure girls are better and quicker at it than boys. Because just looking at some of the boys the same age as Georgie and, and Phoebe, you know, they, they seem a lot a lot younger. And that whole thing that girls grow up faster. And I think, yeah, I think, you know, from what I can actually just see, you know, just physically what they look like um, and also how they act and how they respond. I think that girls do. And I think that they just work to, you know, in a, in a, in a clever way, manipulate as well. Absolutely. You know, uh, Absolutely. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, you know, the girls, I know that they're playing me. But equally, <laughs> I either let them or I tell them, but I know it. I know it. I know when they're saying, especially Georgie, she's very sort of like, oh, daddy, and comes up and gives me a big hug and gives me a kiss and sort of starts stroking my hair. And I'm like, okay, here we go. What what, what does she want? <laughs> daddy, can I have? <laughs> it's like, it's quite funny. It's, tr- it's quite transparent in a way. But at the same time, it's quite powerful. And you think, well, yeah, because clever. in a way, sort of clever. And, and exactly, it's clever. And actually, surely that's what you want your, your children to grow up. They want them to be clever. You want them to work things out. You want them to work things out earlier because then they're going to be equipped as much as they can when they grow up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. How is Georgia feeling about big school? She keeps, sort of keeps sort of blowing hot and cold about really exciting. A couple of weeks ago, she went for her, you know, they go, they go there for an hour and, yeah. and sort of try it out, and then they go for another hour, and we, I, I left her. And she was absolutely fine, loved it. And then the next day, she was like, right, we're going to school. I said, no, 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 you've still got to go back to preschool. Oh, I want to go to school. No, no. And, uh, you know, she took a, her lunchbox along to preschool and was the, it was the most exciting thing ever, <laughs> taking a lunchbox, even though it had no lunch in it. They put the lunch from preschool in it and then they got them to eat it out of the lunchbox. But it was the most exciting <laughs> thing she's ever done. <laughs> she could not believe the entire journey going up to Busy Bees. She was just talking about her lunchbox. Oh, just, bless Yeah, her. just bless talking her. about her lunchbox. But then at the same time, today... She was saying, oh, I don't want to leave Busy Bees. I don't want to leave preschool. Yeah. And you think, oh, it's that reality. We were speaking um, to one of the ladies at the preschool last week, one of the teachers, and they said that a lot of the kids have kind of, they're excited about big school, but there's also all these like telltale signs that say that they're having problems with it in their mind, you know, because suddenly it's this big daunting thing. And like the amount of kids that apparently are wetting themselves or soiling themselves yeah i yeah i exactly sleeping and stuff and even though they're not sort of saying that they're having like anxiety about it they're just kind of slipping back and regressing because suddenly 
everyone's talking about this big school. Apparently, the thing to do is to not really mention it much. Like, because I think we we were getting excited with it, kind of going, oh, big school, it's just there. And, it's gonna... and then we both had to sort of go, hang on a sec, we have to we have to really kind of like hold back on this because if we build it up and build it up and build it up, then it might become this big thing in her head. Yeah. And she's going to be, because obviously Georgie is going to be one of the oldest. Yes. Yeah. But Tilly's going to be one of the youngest, I guess. By days. I mean, she might even be yeah. the youngest in the year because she's August the 30th. So she's literally like a couple. Is the cutoff just like August, September? I think so. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it is. Yeah. So, she, yeah, in a way, she go, she goes to school a whole year before Georgia did. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. You know, it That's is, crazy. it is. Yeah. But she's ready. I, and, like, you know, I said last week about how we got photos of her with some of her friends in uh, in the playground. Well, yeah. when she went to the class last week, she went to one of, you know, those stay and play classes. When they were outside, some of her friends were there from preschool and they all just sort of gave each other big hugs. And then when they got invited to go in, they all held hands and they went for them in a little line. I was like, another photo, another photo. So so actually, she's got quite a few friends going from preschool then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. George has got got no one. Really? How come? Which, Which is really odd considering the school is practically opposite what do they know? <laughs> what do the other kids know? <laughs> I think a lot of people use it because they work in Bedford and some of, you know, it's, it's, it's quite near the A6, so you come into Bedford and it's there. So I think that's the point that a lot of people don't actually live nearby. What, for the, so for the actual nursery? Yeah, yeah, so most, ah, of them, most right. of them come in. I mean, we're probably one of very few that actually walk there. Gosh, okay. Because most of them go by car. <sighs> she needs to go. She needs to go. She needs to learn. She needs to mature in a different way now and she's it's great that she's done that amount of play she's got to move on I think it will probably be more upset than she will actually because she'll probably quite you know kids sort of live in the moment so she'll forget whereas actually we've been walking to that preschool now including Phoebe being there what sort of six seven six years do you six, get emotions? I walked back from preschool the other day and I was just thinking about me going to school. Well, that's what I mean. That that's what I mean. And, oh my that's what I mean. Goodness. I mean, in, 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 one, in one way, it'll be a lot simpler because, you know, both girls are drop off at the same school. Yeah. But at the same point, I quite like that walk. Oh. I quite like that. Well, I do. And, you know, it's, and it's also it's a different kind of friendliness. You go in there and they're, hi. The other thing is, they call, I don't know if they did that with you, they call me dad. Because <laughs> obviously they don't know everyone's name. So, hi, dad. I'm thinking, I'm not your dad. <laughs> It's just really weird, you know. Hi, Dad, and or oh, can you give this to Mum? Like, <laughs> well, as in my wife. It's just like it's really, it's really this real bizarre third person thing. Or they'll say to Georgie, "Come on, tell Daddy that." It's just you know, it's, well, it's, listen, I, I know what I know all, why they do it. All they, yeah, funny. because because they don't want to call you Mick Jagger because that's the only other name <laughs> you've been given. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mentioned this about Phoebe not sleeping, didn't I? Sort of going on from what we've just been saying about unsettling. I yeah. think that kids do go through different periods and Phoebe's seven coming up for eight um obviously she's coming up for eight because that's what happens after seven um (laughs) (laughs) and she's just had a few months of not being the best at sleeping and getting up in the night and the amount of times that she would come in we'd hear a sort of boom and it might be two o'clock in the morning and then we'll wake up and then she'll be standing at the end of our bed, hair down, dark hair down, and sort of like sort of ring moment. You know what I mean? <laughs> and because she's a, because she's half asleep, she's just standing there staring at us. And it's like the amount of times I'm like, oh my god, she yeah. does you know, look like the girl from she the d- ring. Well, yeah, she's got this really long hair. So the other night, Soph was out, and I'd got the girls asleep relatively early, which is quite amazing. And I thought, right, I've got to go and do some work. 
I've got some some writing to do. So I went into the study. The light was off in the hall because I didn't want it to, you know, to disturb them, basically. Um, and I was there, no noise. And then I heard, boom, <laughs> which would be the next door, next room. And I thought, oh, no. <laughs> so I kind of went, Phoebe, Phoebe, Phoebe. <laughs> and I, I was looking at the door to the study thinking, she's going to come in and she's going to scare the hell out of me. Uh, and I will sort of go, Whoa! So I I went out, quick, gingerly looked around the door, no one there, no one in the hall, put the light on outside and then thought, oh, no, I can't do that because I might, might wake George up. Turned it off, got a torch from the study, <laughs> went in with a, with a torch and it was a bit like going around sort of, sort of ghost house or something. I was like, I was thinking, oh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk in there and she's just going to be there, hair down, staring at me. I walked in there, Phoebe, 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 flashed around. She was asleep. Completely asleep. Whoa. Both of them asleep. I know. And then I suddenly realised it's next door because we live in a Victorian terrace and you can hear everything that happens. So it's the next door that did it. They'd obviously jumped and you'd had a boom. But I was just like, can't believe it. This is, this is a new level that I'm actually scared at the thought of seeing Phoebe in that state of being half asleep. <laughs> scared of your own child. Was it nice when Sophie came home? Don't yeah, leave yeah. me again. Don't, 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 leave don't. Me. I couldn't get out of the study. <laughs> yeah, just... Oh, but she actually... Phoebe, they're quite good at both of them doing it, especially if I'm in the study on the computer, coming up, creeping upstairs, and then standing behind me and going, boo! <gasps> and every time I'm like, oh, God, stop that! And they're laughing. I'm thinking, it's funny, but blimey! <laughs> your heart's going. It's like, oh, oh. <laughs> what rotters. Oh, man. <laughs> I do think you should definitely do that for Halloween, though. Get a proper, get yeah. going to look like the ring. That's yeah, she's perfect that is. for it. She's I know, perfect, perfect, perfect age and, and everything. But there we go. But <laughs> there we go. So that's it. That's another dadcast finished. Oh, what a joy it's been to talk to you again, Rich. And, as always, uh, I know, I know. Let's let the the summer holidays begin properly. Absolutely. And then let's chat again in another couple of weeks. Yeah, um, absolutely. And if anyone out there has got any stories, we do want your contributions. So get in contact on yeah. Facebook or Twitter or just, you know, send us a note and, and, and pass it to us in a playground or something. <laughs> and uh, we'll speak to you in we'll a couple of weeks. Take care, Perky. Bye. Subscribe to the Perky and Man Dadcast on iTunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one. Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com, by tweeting at dadcastuk, or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcastuk.